As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Derek Chivas, Rolando Ferreira, Joey Devine, Charles Shackelford, Liddell Eccles, Tito Horford, Sean Keen, Derek Hamilton, musical guest Good Charlotte, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, back with another midweek episode. Uh, of the podcast. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Uh, I'm good, Joey. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing a-okay. Um, a lot of, ex- well, one exciting basketball game tonight. The other two were not great. Oh, there were three. Kind oh, of sorry, does. the other three. My bad. I totally forgot about the fucking Orlando game. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> You know who else did? America. <laughs> um, before we start talking about basketball, though, we have to do, as always, some business. Uh, mm-hmm. First off, um, if you can afford it, please, please, please 
Um, support our podcast at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. A lot of great... Um, we offer a lot of great stuff there, including for three bucks a month, a Discord chat that was popping off during these games tonight. Why do I always describe it as popping off? It makes it seem way less good than it actually is. <laughs> um, for five bucks a month, you get a extra episode of Round Ball Rock every Friday. And uh, for 10 bucks a month, you get buttons and a sticker and the episodes, everything we talked about before. And then for 10 bucks a month, you get a slammed up t-shirt. Uh, and then there are higher tiers too, but um, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. find yeah. those out at roundrockpod. Or patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's fun to just even window shop at those top layers. Yeah. Um, we're getting close to having to give away our first prize for our $10 and up um, uh, patrons, which I'm going to tell you right now is a Jerry West Clippers bobblehead. Oh, hell yeah. Incredibly stupid. He's wearing a suit. Everybody loves Jerry West and all the work he's done for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can't afford to support, that's okay. There are other ways you can help us out. Um, and we are extremely grateful for both. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe, and download the podcast. The downloading is the most important part. Um, I'll tell you what. You don't even have to listen to it. Just download it and delete it. It would still help us out. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. And uh, five stars on iTunes, as always. Only five stars. Um, you can always... We also love hearing from people... Um, all the time, and you can do that at Round Rock Pod on Twitter, at Round Rock Pod at gmail.com, or call us on the phone at 323-682-0342. Did I get through that fast enough this time? That was really good. That okay. was very efficient. I think it was a good tease for people who might want to just, just check out mm. the Patreon. We shouted out the Discord, which... We're basically say, it was it was lit, fam. We're basically halfway to our goal, by the way, Sean, on Patreon. Our oh, first goal. Means, yeah. Our uh, first goal is, of course, for a thousand dollars, we will read and walk you through recapables style Kobe Bryant's re- stupid fucking book. Do they do they have a rereadables? Could uh, that just be us? Uh, no, it can't they don't be. Read books. They uh, no, books but on. there is a segment on uh, the main man's podcast called The Rereadables that he and uh, Ryan Russillo talk about. Two notable readers yeah. <laughs> and uh, very concerned with uh, seeing male nudity comes up every week from Ryan <laughs> Russillo. Um, Weird, doesn't like to see balls. I mean, I mean, who does? No one some really. People, some yeah, people, some people, it's their thing. Don't kink shame. Sorry, you're right. You're we're right. we're asking people for money, even people who like to see balls. Mm, uh, that's true. In fact, I want anyone who, yeah, balls are cool. Whatever. Um, weird. Uh, <laughs> um, well, that we have an episode title. Balls are cool. We're not calling this balls are cool. Um, yeah, come on, we'll get so many. No. <laughs> um. What I will say, though, is, again, we haven't said the thing. We'll read Kobe Bryant's stupid YA book for if once the Patreon, well, the Patreon hits $1,000. And 
I'm going to unleash the new goal right now. Oh, damn. Okay. If we hit $1,200, Sean. $1,200. Yeah. Okay. Much. It's a shorter goal, and this is for reasons you'll know. Sean and I will podcast live from the Bosch walking tour of downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. Um. All of all of the memorable locations of the Amazon series Bosch, about to launch its fifth season. <laughs> I actually had only watched the first three seasons of Bosch, and the first sentence of the description of season five uh, did did spoil it. Oh, me. did he die in season four? Yeah, this is uh, the fifth one takes place in the spirit world. We are not taking a tour of the spirit world until we get at least to 1350. Um, all right. Should we talk about the news or is there anything else we have to do up top here? Um, oh, there is one thing I want to do up top here real quick. Uh, hire Dave Schilling. Oh, yeah. He's back in Los Angeles. He's looking for work. I know some media people listen to this. Uh, Dave Schilling rules. He's going to be back on the pod here soon. Um, we've talked to him about it. Um, but hire him. Dave rules. He's the best. Yeah, he's really good. You can you can read his stuff. Uh, you know what? I think there's probably a link to a lot of the good things he's written right there on his Twitter page, at Dave underscore Schilling. Yeah. All right, that's it for me. Sean. Should we talk news? There's Let's one, go. I'm going to say right now, there's one news story I do not want to talk about. <laughs> let's let's acknowledge and move quickly past. Uh, but let's talk about the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean. Our first piece of news is uh, somebody fucking got fired. Yes. Weird what, time to be fired. <laughs> you know, you would think if someone was getting fired, it would be a coach of one of the five teams that has left the playoffs in the past three days. Yes. Or a coach in a later news story that we're <laughs> that I don't want to <laughs> talk about. <laughs> Yeah, that one was he also. He should an definitely be fired. We'll get to that, I guess. Yep. <laughs> but Igor Kakashkov, the Suns coach, was fired. And my number one question is why? Um well, I think the timing or the reason at all. Both. Like, I understand yeah, the I... Suns were bad. Mm-hmm. But um, having a coach for only one year makes no sense to me ever. No, especially when it was, uh, you know, it it was a team that was like, what what did they think was going to happen this year? That they were like, let's hire first time NBA head coach and longtime respected assistant Igor Kokoskov. And then what should we what should we expect that he takes the the 20 win Suns and turns them into a playoff contender? Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, he like got Devin Booker of- all those points at the end of the season. Isn't that what the Suns really care about? 
he he <laughs> he got a lot of great play out of the month and a half he had of Trevor Ariza. Uh, the preparation that he did with Tyson Chandler early in the season let him play <laughs> nine or ten very meaningful games for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, they definitely didn't have a point guard for most of the year. That no, was, in fact, they traded for Tyler Johnson like he's a point guard. Yeah, at the point when they were already trying to get the number one pick in the draft. I again. can't believe Toothless Tyler couldn't save their season. Yeah, who they had for <laughs> two months of two months of Toothless Tyler. <laughs> uh, other people they traded for this year were Kelly Oubre, noted uh-huh. winner. <laughs> um, they then they traded Shaq Harrison away. Yeah, the only point guard on the roster. That was a very bold move because he (laughs) went to a team that also was very light on point guards and managed to play a fair amount. Mm -hmm. What did they think was going to happen with this coach? Like, I mean, he's lucky, honestly. This is like, I think he'll, I don't know, better to be fired now than in mid-October. Yeah, the King's job is probably opening up. (laughs) That's true. In in a matter of minutes. Um, At least, hopefully, do the right thing, Vivek. Yeah. Um, Uh, This is, the timing of this is... Here's here's a question. Yeah. Remember how Earl Watson said the Suns gave him a two-week notice? Yes. Did they give Igor... Igor, a two weeks no, a two weeks 100%. notice. One hundred percent. That is the reason why it is being announced like this. <laughs> that he got fired two weeks after the end of the season, when <laughs> every other team like announces that last week if you're gone or you're staying. Like, like who? They, I just don't think they were watching the playoffs and making up their minds again. No, unless they're like, oh, Dave Yeager, finally we could. They should hire Dave Yeager, though. And I don't know about that. He he seems he seems uh, he seems to only have one place he would like to live and work, <laughs> and that is Minnesota. Do you think Tibbs would take the Suns' job? Oh my God! Well, it's it's a little too hot there. I think for he Tibbs. would not like the heat. That is true. I mean, but it's also very air conditioned, and I think mm-hmm. he might. He might have like a similar lifestyle. Yeah, I don't really think people. I don't really think of Tibbs as a guy who's like at risk of being sunburned. No, I feel like he he's too disdainful of the sun. No, he's just inside the whole time on his yeah, weight bench in a basement watching film. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like like <laughs> they still got basements in Phoenix. I mean, they're full of scorpions. Just ask yeah. Frankie Muniz, but <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh my God! What if what if Thibodeau and Frankie Muniz? He goes okay. Here's a scenario. He goes into out. Tom Thibodeau goes into outrageous olive oils, thinking that it's a place that sells like liniment oil for his knee. Mm-hmm. He and Frankie start talking. He talks about he, he and Frankie impresses him. Because he he's had 19 concussions and he keeps racing cars, and uh, and he and Tibbs become best friends. 
that would certainly be an upgrade from Frankie Muniz's other best friend, Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Yes, yes. Um, but <laughs> and also, also I... kind of a guy in the in a similar vein in a, a little bit. You know what yeah, I mean? Like uh, both both use a lot of like Barbasol in their hair. You know, <laughs> they they kind of have they have a couple of old fashioned ideas. <laughs> also, I do think if Thibodeau given the way that people in Thibodeau's orbit uh, take care of their bodies or have like their joints react and the way that Frankie can get injured simply attempting to step onto a motorcycle. I mean, he might just die. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like he's that broken toe from the scorpion. I actually he threw think, up when he hurt his knee. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, he, he has dreams where he gets vividly shot in the chest every night. Um, I bet, I bet, I bet, Thibodeau has had similar dreams, but he's getting stabbed in the back by just like an by unknown. Jimmy Butler, and it's all, it's always Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Sometimes uh, Gar and John Paxson. Yeah. Um, at two Gar. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, anyone not familiar with Gar Foreman, I would highly recommend a Google image search of Gar Foreman. Yeah, last last episode it was Pig Champion. This episode it is Gar Foreman. Please yeah. look at what Gar Foreman looks like. If you think you know, you actually don't know. Because I always think I know, and then it's it's more than I remembered. Um, so this is going to be Devin Booker's fifth coach, Sean. Super cool, super cool guy, super cool situation. (laughs) Are we possibly being too hard on Devin Booker, given that he is a latchkey kid? Um, maybe. Uh, he he didn't have. Don't make me feel bad for Devin Booker, Sean. No, I just (laughs) I I hate feeling like this too. I just realized I was talking. About him the same way I used to talk about Alex Smith. I, and here's here's how I'm going to damn Devin Booker with faint praise. I think Devin Booker has a shot as being as good an NBA player as quarterback Alex Smith is an NFL player. Here's the thing. <laughs> Didn't he hurt his hand riding a bike with no handlebars? And uh, Snapchatting it earlier this year. I think that probably happened. Didn't he also yes. cover up his face and get into an elevator fight? Uh, I think that was Tyler Ennis. No. No, it was Tyler Devin Ulysses. Booker and Tyler Ulysses. Yeah, I thought that was Tyler Ulysses' <laughs> fault, but maybe you're right. I mean, it probably, but he still did it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that mysterious hand injury was like right after he signed the contract extension, too. He also um, apparently trains with like a ping pong sensei. Yeah, I, I'm out on Devin Booker, man. Like, the five coaches certainly don't help, uh-huh. but uh, I mean, look at him, dude. <laughs> yeah, no one no no coach has I guarantee that no coach has told him that uh he should look like that. <laughs> um so James Jones is cleaning house. Th- that's what this means. He's, he's finally it, wrestled he's control. His, he's, he's putting his stamp on the team. <laughs> so despite possibly having hired Igor. Which... I don't remember what order those <laughs> hires happened, but 
So which? Oh no 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 no! He inherited Igor because remember they fired Ryan Roll McDonough oh, yeah, at a yeah. weird time too. Yeah, guess it was like it had to do with uh, like his pension vesting and his Cobra. I think because that's how the Suns do business in a weird HR nightmare. Well, I mean, we all know Robert Sarver is so cheap he squeaks when he walks. Mm, that's true. <laughs> that's yes. what that woman said at a city council meeting when she burned the shit out of him. Yeah. I guess we have to play that now, don't we? It's your turn, baby. 45 seconds. Let this motherfucker feel it. All right? Yo, DJ, spin that shit. This is Chicago politics at its worst. And it has a very foul odor. And we are not in the business of funding private enterprise. I don't care what it is. Mr. Sarver has done nothing to improve this team in the 14 years he's owned it. He's Never. so tight, he squeaks when he walks. Um, so which LeBron James, uh, which person in the LeBron James universe is James Jones going to hire okay, to coach so this some, team? Somebody in – okay, so the obvious person in uh, the LeBron-verse would be Juwan Howard. Yeah, but I think the Lakers want to hire him, right? I mean, they're at least uh, – Only if Jason Kidd somehow tanks an interview, if Jason Kidd <laughs> had a problem saying something intelligible in a public setting. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's J- Juwan Howard is probably going to be able to have a better job than the Suns' job. Um, it seems like people like to live in Phoenix in the NBA, though. Here's um, who I think they should hire. Okay. Um, fucking, they're in Phoenix, right? Yeah. You know who has who in the LeBron? There are two guys in the Le- the the LeBron sphere who, to me, have extremely Phoenix vibes. Uh, Sean Marion? No. Oh, they had that tribute video to him during the finals. Yeah, but he's not really a LeBron guy, you know? No, 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 There are two. It's, uh, Mike Miller Uh and Chris Birdman Anderson. (laughs) Oh, man. I... Mike Miller just seems like he needed to... He needs to be in, like, a beach city. Needs to be in a place where... He can hacky sack with a stranger. <laughs> um, he can ride like an ill-advised motor vehicle. Um, that there's kind of a bad tattoo artist uh, near a beach that he thinks is a good tattoo artist. So you're saying not Phoenix? Oh, I guess there's no beach. You're right. It's well, a, it like is sandy. <laughs> yeah, he could like... live in Tempe. He could live in Tempe. <laughs> Both of these guys feel very Lake Havasu to me. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he needs to live in a spring break destination yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somewhere where, like, Eric Nees ha- also has a summer home, you know, mm-hmm. from MTV's The Grind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you have any suggestions? Oh, uh, also in the LeBron orbit? Yeah, it's got to be a LeBron guy. It's James Jones. Yeah, yeah, I would. I could see like Damon Jones wanting to move there and just figuring that because of the climate, no soup. The worst thing he could get, yeah, the worst <laughs> thing he get thrown at him would be gazpacho. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Because <laughs> of the heat. No one, no one eats soup in the desert. No way. That'd I be bet crazy. Danny Ainge still eats soup when he yeah. visits Phoenix, though. Can I can I give kind of a wild card suggestion? Sure. So I think these I think these guys need somewhat of an unconventional coach to um just just get them going, jumpstart them. I th- and and they need more of a commitment to defense. Somebody who provides both of those, Delonte West. <laughs> well, that's never going to happen. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. He's, he's, he's the only person that is. Yeah, is there anyone else who is further out of the LeBron orbit than Delonte West? Um, no. I don't think there is either. Yeah. He's the most out of the LeBron orbit. Oh, and you know who another uh, good uh, LeBron hire could be? Uh-huh. Uh, Zildrunus Elgaskis. Yeah. Big Z, couldn't you see him <laughs> lumbering up and down those sidelines? <laughs> They're like, look, we had a guy named Igor Kokoskov. Let's go even further. Uh, do you want to talk they, about Earl Watson's tweet here? Oh, yeah. He tweeted, what? With a question. <laughs> get an exclamation point. Good tweet, Earl Watson. Really good tweet. Um, time for us to talk about a weird thing that we actually, it was my fault. I forgot to talk about Nets. Uh, uh, Net Sixers. God, I almost forgot the series again. Uh, on Monday, it was on. Sean put it on the rundown. There was a ton of stuff to talk about. There was a fight. There was uh this thing we're about to talk about. There was lots of stuff, and for some reason, I just skipped it and forgot to go back. Um, oh yeah, uh, the one, the one. Th- yeah, go ahead. I'll I'll talk about the thing at the end. Sorry. Go ahead. So Sean Marks, the GM of the Brooklyn Nets, after Game Four. Uh, stormed into the referee's locker room and screamed at them. Uh, and he was fined and suspended. Fined $25,000 and was suspended from going to Game 5, uh, which means he uh, wasn't there tonight. Congratulations, Sean Marks. Yeah. He's back in Brooklyn. <laughs> Fucking J.J. Reddick's wife. No, it's just not doing that. Come on. <laughs> He wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't do that. The Nets owner uh, and the founder of Alibaba, Joe uh-huh. Sai, got fined $35,000 as well for tweeting, My partners and I have spoken, and the entire Nets ownership group support our GM, Sean Marks, for protesting the wrong calls and missed calls. NBA rules are rules, and we respect that, but our players and fans expect things to be fair. Oh Which, by the way, tight-ass tweet. Like, even yeah. though Sean Marks very clearly insane and wrong to go like screaming into the ref's locker room i wish i had more details on his invasion though you can read about the fines but it's it's very unclear what he actually did what he was saying oh Um, brian windhorse was so mad i mean i get it though like you can't have look i hate the refs too we all hate look we all hate the refs It's part of the game, though. Yeah. Uh, and you can't have people thinking they can go in there and beat the shit out of the refs, which is what would happen next. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sean Marks is a lot bigger than those guys. He's this is not Lawrence Frank invading the refs locker room where the refs could just like cold cock him or something. Sean Marks is seven feet tall and he's from New Zealand, which means he knows Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
you know, I do, I do think that um, as much as people uh, like to get mad at the refs and feel that the refs are unfair, one useful exercise is to look on Twitter and see what fans of any other basketball team think about the refs. Because it's very rare that you see a fan base that's like, getting all the calls again. Right. Great job, officials. <laughs> it, uh, it, it feels like college sports when you do that. Is this the most out-of-pocket a GM has been since Brian Colangelo's wife? Yeah, that's that's the craziest one. This reminded me of um, Masai yelling "fuck Brooklyn." Yeah, where? But even that is like "fuck Brooklyn." That was tight, cool. though. That yeah. was cool. I yeah. mean, this yeah. is kind of cool. Admittedly, I don't cool. like it, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> it is. It's like, and I don't. I mean, it's just like a. St- I mean, I understand it's unacceptable, but like, a I'm pretty sure it's it's so calculated is the thing like it to me it to me does not feel like a guy who was just flying off the handle it feels like this is like a baseball manager getting himself thrown out of the game in the fourth inning here's my question though do you think the referees even knew he was sean marks like oh that they're just like there's a crazy (laughs) yeah like do referees even know, like, keep up on who the team's GMs are? No, but I bet they remember. Sean Marks was just yes. in the league long enough. Yeah, That's for the sure. Reason. <laughs> and, and that, like, I'm sure that at a certain point, especially if you're an NBA ref, you just see somebody above a certain height and you're like, what basketball player is that? <laughs> I bet there was some younger ref that wasn't there when Sean Marks was in here and was like, there's a crazy giant Australian man. <laughs> yeah. Crocky mate. <laughs> That's not a fine. This is a fine. Um <laughs> Uh it also seems like not that big a fine. No. I mean, it, the Alibaba owner got fined more. Yeah. Well, and it's also it's not like a GM was... loses game checks. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Exactly. Like that was the weird thing of like he suspended one game. Like he, he can't, he can't go to like. I don't know, but but also I'm I'm very curious about the limits of that because you know how Draymond had to be at a baseball game across mm-hmm. the parking lot. Like, would Sean Marks be able to drive his truck around uh, the Wacho- Is it the Wachovia Center? I don't remember where the Sixers play. Uh, but could he drive his truck around in circles, Billy Bean style? No way. They to, have you know. been to Philadelphia? They just double park in the middle of the street, dude. Oh there's yeah, there's no, no, there's no way. <laughs> do you think? Do you think some of the Sixers, like like, were almost if they'd known about it, would have just been like tempted to join in out of their their own personal and like. Like the honor of Philadelphia almost demands that you fight the officials, mm-hmm. even if, even if it's the other. <laughs> yeah, you know, like look, the, we're playing the Nets in our series, but our our real rival is the, is refs. <laughs> uh, the refs in Santa Claus. Yeah. Um. So our next story, Sean. Yeah. I can't believe we're still talking about this shit. 
It's so, this is so wonderful. Uh, Magic Johnson still talks to Jeannie Buss, quote, almost every day. Yes. Do you want to read these quotes? Yes. And let me give you the context is this apparently was just one of those like TMZ sidewalk interviews. With Jeannie or Magic? Oh, it's Magic. Okay. It's a Magic interview. Um, and he apparently talked to them extensively. Uh, here's a quote. Here, I'm going to read two quotes. Here's the first one. You have to do some things. You have to do things sometimes on your own terms. It doesn't matter what other people think. See, and I'm that guy, but I'm still helping them. It's almost like I never left. <laughs> I'm still talking to them every day. I'm going to help the Lakers get back right. You can believe that. Okay, so. Magic is still helping the Lakers. Great. Uh, and then he said, I love Jeannie. I've been talking to her almost every day. I'm trying to help. Listen, I may not be in there physically, but I'm still there. Okay. Now, I think he's talking about the front office and not Jeannie's body. Yes, but... he is talking about the front office. Okay. So, yeah, um, Magic Johnson reassured people he was not going to be in the front office physically, which was not happening when he was the president of the team. So yeah, <laughs> I think we're all, we're all pretty clear on, uh, he it's not there physically. Yeah. It is really like he never left. Yeah, it is. It kind of <laughs> is. That's right. But, uh, keep talking magic. I love when magic. Yeah. Talks. Yeah. Dude, yeah. This is the, the greatest. The greatest is an unshackled, uh, shadow team president, magic Johnson. Mm-hmm still talking to the owner every day and possibly making all the decisions, but now never going to work. (laughs) And also openly talking to the media about literally anything. (laughs) And he can't be fined, so... Uh, That rules. So Um, good. Okay. Should we get to it? Yes. Um, Luke Walton is being sued for sexual assault, Sean. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just first, first off, I'd just like to say, uh, fuck Luke Walton. Um, but I'm going to read another fact. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, he hired Derrick Rose's attorney to aff- defend him. Oh, that's, that's not a good sign either, Joey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to hear another fact? Yeah. Uh, he worked for the Warriors at the time. I I hate this story. I am viscerally uncomfortable with Luke Walton, mm-hmm. and uh, the king should probably not... fire him. Vivek, yeah, fire him. What yeah. what what would they have to? This this is like the easiest firing. Yeah. Not not that there haven't been like other things, but like you you hired him a week ago. Just fire him right now. Yeah. Like send it, send a fucking good message. And the Warriors have to answer some questions here too. Yeah, because they apparently knew about it for five years. Apparently, they didn't. That's what they claim. Uh, huh? The Lakers oh. also claim that they just found out huh. at the same time all of America did. Uh-huh. Uh, but they've got a, they got questions to answer. Um, fuck Luke Walton. Fuck Derrick Rose. Uh, fuck Derrick Rose's attorney. Um, fuck, uh, Avery Bradley, who I'm, who am I forgetting, Sean? Um, um, fuck Isaiah Thomas, the, the old one, not the short one. Oh, James Dolan. Fuck James Dolan. Uh, Mark Cuban. 
Mark Cuban. Oh, of course. Um, uh, possibly Kristaps Porzingis. Fuck Kristaps Porzingis, if that's true. Kevin Love, I think, probably. We'll, <laughs> no, we'll, you're we'll, just we'll... making up people now. No, I'm not. He was at the Mark, he was Mark Cuban's alibi. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Anyway, uh, get your shit together, NBA. This isn't right. Yep. Um, let's talk about the playoffs. It's the NBA playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Basketball for humans. We're gonna be championship. Data for robots. Both teams play hard, my man. Both teams played hard. All right, Sean. Should we take some time here to say goodbye to all the teams that have left us in the past few days? It really, a lot of them have left. It is. It's going to be like Game of Thrones in like five days. We're going to be we had so many people and we're going to be saying goodbye to some people that we spent a lot of time. Yeah, with. And just like Game of Thrones, uh, I guess it, Utah would be Jon Snow in this situation. Uh, oh, with the the feelings towards uh, relationships. <laughs> Or or they came back from because uh, we assumed they were they yesterday we were assuming they were dead and then it turned oh, okay. out they weren't. Okay, sorry, yeah. I, for some reason I was like, I guess you probably can marry your aunt there, and then I'm like, <laughs> you can't, you can't. can't Let's start with Oklahoma City. Uh, yes. First off, I just want to say right off the bat that game fucking ruled. So the first actually good game of the playoffs, it feels like, right? Um, I mean that the game where the Clippers had the comeback was crazy. But it was that game was everyone was talking about how boring that game was, even oh. when the Clippers were coming back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this game was really close, and then Oklahoma City took a fifteen point lead, and then they and then I mean the end. I can't. I can really not. I can hardly imagine a more satisfying ending to a basketball game yeah. than what uh, happened. That is an all time shot from Damian Lillard. Uh, also, first good tweet from Chandler Parsons in the history of anything Chandler Parsons mm-hmm. has ever done. Uh, he just tweeted, happens to the best of us. Because he got burned five years ago. Yeah, he by on a similar shot. I think, I actually, though, I looked at them both. While this one was farther away, and probably, a, like, definitely a harder shot, I still think the Parsons one is crazier. Um, yeah, because he has so little time. Yeah, this one, this one was more like the other one. The other one was like, I don't know. Did, yeah, a short amount of time. It really like the play was called for him. Where you know, it's like it was a great shot, really clutch moment. But also, it was you know like a set play, mm-hmm. and Chandler Parsons was just a little bit too slow, or you know, Damon Lillard's yeah. awesome. This one, he just dribbled the ball really far from the basket Mm -hmm. and just shot it because Paul George didn't believe he would shoot it from that far. Right. It was, uh, it was tight though. Um, so super happy for Dame. Couldn't be happier for Dame. Happy for big Corbs. Happy Uh for, uh, Mike Burkett. Happy for, uh, um, Queen Ozymandias, of course. Uh, happy for, uh, the guy sitting in between Sean Hyken and Eric Garcia Gunderson at the game. Did those pinchers up guys? They like the Blazers, right? Or did They're they Canadian. just like LA? they do like the Blazers? Yeah, happy for um, happy for our Canadian friends. 
Um, pincers up. So it was sad this happened also on the day that Alan Crabb was eliminated from the playoffs. Don't <laughs> rub it into those in for those for the our pincers up, for, and, up oh, friends. And the, the guy whose wife goes to Weber State. Yeah. Well, lots of people. Look, we're we're a Portland. We've got a lot of Portland fam in the house. Okay, yeah, uh, happy for all of them. Yeah. Uh, really hope they're playing the Nuggets next series <sighs> because. Literally, those games might be like 175 to 179. Oh, um, man. It's, uh, yeah, it'll be, it seems like a really fun, uh, bunch of dudes. Uh, the, the, the Mason Plumley has something to prove for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard that the nug that, that the, the Blazer fans just have despised the Denver Nuggets ever since. Uh, Raymond Felton was traded from Denver. <laughs> <laughs> They've just never forgiven that franchise. So let's talk about the Thunder real quick, though. Um, yeah. Russell Westbrook got a triple double, so he doesn't care, right? Yeah, he's happy. <laughs> he... Um, is Billy Donovan going to get fired? You know, you'd kind of think, but also I don't really feel like it's his fault. <laughs> like is there is there a coach available who's gonna write the ship and turn them into something else because because they're coming off of igor kakoskov igor <laughs> god that would be incredible <laughs> what if he what if he becomes like best friends with barry trammell too this is like, cool. I just love his style. They start eating breakfast together all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so the Thunder, this is their third consecutive first round exit ever since they had a 3 1 lead on the Warriors in 2016. They have gone 4 15 in the playoffs. That doesn't seem very good. It's not, it's not very good. Look, and, on the plus side. Mm-hmm. At least um, their best player didn't get uh, like heckled by Mitt Romney publicly this time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> what would the Portland equivalent of that be? I don't. I think there's probably no one quite as evil. Would it be like like well, Phil Knight? Aren't there a lot of weird neo Nazis in Portland? Actually, oh yeah, it would be it would be like an anonymous guy, but he's done some terrible things. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like yeah, like like feasible fans. I could see like the only equivalent would be like maybe Fred Armisen like really creeped him out by looking at him weird. <laughs> Fred Armisen's not even from there. Weird, no, it's weird fraud. <laughs> um, did is this the end? Did Portland finally get revenge on Raymond Felton, Sean? Um, they, I'm going to say their fans will never forgive him. TNT very, very clearly cut directly to Raymond Felton as everyone was celebrating. It was a really funny shot, actually, because it was so loud and so crazy. The camera was like shaking. Uh-huh. So it almost looked like uh, Raymond Felton was in like a Jacob's Ladder situation, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How did his body composition look, Joey? Um, not like Tim Robbins's in uh, uh, uh-huh. Jacob's Ladder. A little beefier was a little, a little beefier. like 
maybe a little like the star of um the other star of uh Jacob's Ladder, Jason Alexander, maybe uh-huh. just a bit. <laughs> Well, they did it. They did it at home too. I think Raymond Felton's gonna have to cry himself to sleep, but not until he visits four or five different food trucks in the southeast Portland area. Yeah. Um. Hey, eat well, Raymond Felton. You earned yeah, it. Look. Yeah, man. You might never play another NBA game. <laughs> um. He'll be back on the Thunder next year. Don't worry, guys. So here's another question. Um. What does Oklahoma City do? Now. I seriously, I I don't really know because they're going to be pressured to do something, right? I would think so, but they don't really. Well, also Sam Presti often. I mean, I know I know people have said that the Thunder used a lot of valuable assets to get <laughs> Dennis Schroeder and Carmelo Anthony. They they didn't they did they they have been able to get useful players without giving up very much. Yeah, which is very unlike most NBA teams. Yeah, like they gave up Victor Oladipo and uh, Sabonis to get Paul George, but they the, got Paul George. Yeah, they got Paul George <laughs> at the end of that, so that was that was pretty good. Um, Paul George, their best player tonight, and probably. Through the rest of the next three to four years. Yeah, I think that's I think that's correct. But they. um, You know, they could use some better three point shooting, but also they could use some better Russell Westbrook shooting. That's kind of the (laughs) the crux of everything. And also, like at one point this year, they had a really amazing, great defense. And that does not appear to be the case right now. I mean, how much of this was just Paul George being really hurt, though? Uh, I don't know. It, it, it seems very it seemed, hurt. It seemed also pretty similar to previous Paul George playoff performances, though. He <laughs> it, was, I thought he was good tonight. He was good tonight. Yeah, He's usually good in some of the playoff games. <laughs> which, which, I mean, like, he... Look... He has been hurt. People have people who are smart say he's hurt, and he's wearing, you know, fifty pieces of tape on each shoulder. Mm-hmm. But you know, tonight he scored. You know, it's fourteen of twenty. Um, maybe it's was his free throw shooting bad in this series. I mean, I'm sure he was banged up. Uh, but. But also, you know, in the elimination game last year, he shot like two of 16. Mm-hmm. So there's only one answer. Are you ready? Yeah. Trade Russell Westbrook for John Wall. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> they should they should give. Okay, so Bradley Beal has to make third team All NBA to be Supermax eligible. I think. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine that he signs the Supermax, and then the Wizards trade John Wall for Russell Westbrook, and then so Brad Beal <laughs> is locked into a Russell Westbrook backcourt for three or four years. Now the thing is, 
Is that the fourth best team in the East? Probably not. Probably not anymore. Fifth best, though, I think, probably, actually. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, oh, that would be incredible. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I expect Sam Presti to make some kind of crazy trades, but also uh, I, I think most of these guys are just... I don't really think Paul George is overrated, but probably everyone else on the team is. I think, look, I you are way more out on Russ than I am. Mm-hmm. I think this is a humbling for Russ. Here's what Russ needs to do in my uninf- like totally uninformed, not good at basketball opinion, so whatever. He needs to have his uh, Dirk in Australia summer. Oh, oh, I like that, yeah. Like, grow a beard, look in the mirror, and figure out what's going on with you, man. Uh, Uh Because, look, triple-doubles are cool, but uh, shooting 30% is less cool. (laughs) Yeah, and also, I, I will have to say, the Thunder talked such a tremendous amount of shit, which honestly ruled. I, I, I want to thank Well, them. let's <laughs> let's bring that up. Oh, yeah. Uh, Damian Lillard, again. Uh, guy who's been the best in the playoffs so far. Uh, fucking rules. Um, said, Russell Westbrook said he's been busting my ass for years. That wasn't true, for one. And this was the moment of truth. This was the perfect platform and opportunity for him to prove it, and you see what happened. God damn. Yeah. Ah, that's so savage. <laughs> it's like almost as bad as the shot. He had a he had a different quote where he just talked about about all the celebrating that happened after game three. And he said, and that's what the and he like described it and said and that's what they did after they won one game. <laughs> uh, he also waved goodbye to the Thunder bench after oh, hitting God. the shot. Um, Very cool. Damian Lillard. Uh, finally, people will be saying what I've been saying for years, which is Damian Lillard is better than Russell Westbrook um, and Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving, hopefully. Um well, look, at that Blazers-Celtics final, you are going to be able to see which one dominates. <laughs> um, uh, Paul George had a post-game quote where he mm-hmm. said, quote, <laughs> That's a bad shot. I don't care what anybody says. That's a bad shot. But hey, he made it. That story won't be told That's that it's a bad shot. You live with that. Um, Here's what I gotta say. There is a place, though, where that story should be told. And that is in a Gatorade commercial that airs right now. (laughs) Just starts airing right now. (laughs) And it's just like, it's just like, it's just Paul George saying, that's a bad shot. That's a bad, I don't care what anyone says, that's a bad shot. (laughs) And then at the end of the commercial, Paul George's uh, endorsement contract is is lit on fire (laughs) by a Gatorade representative. But then he raises Dame Lillard's hand up like a champion boxer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but he is right. That story will not be told. People after Dame Lillard hit a 37 foot three to knock the Thunder out of the playoffs 
people are not going to be telling the story of it being a bad shot. Yeah. He is correct. Like, you know what, is, what story no one else tells? Uh, that, like, 45-footer Steph Curry hit to uh, beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> in, a no one is, similar, yeah. <laughs> in a very similar situation where... I know Paul George wasn't there, but uh, no one says that's a bad shot either. Yeah. Yeah, the clock, uh, another situation where the clock had run down, but not all the way to the buzzer, and a supremely confident young three-point shooting point guard associated with the city of Oakland <laughs> broke Oklahoma City's hearts. Um, let's move on, though. Or actually, do you want to do this last one? This last oh, question? Uh, yeah, well, I wanted. To, I do want to ask, I do want to ask these two questions real quickly. Sure. Um, is Paul George secretly relieved that he can hang out with Fish instead of Russell Westbrook for the next five months? <laughs> no, I think I still think he's on the Russell. Look, he's no, a I think loyal he likes man. Russell, but <laughs> compared to fishing, come he on, he does love fishing. Loves fishing. Okay, so the last four years, the Oklahoma City have blown a three-one series lead. They lost four-one to the NBA MVP. They traded away. They lost to the Take Note All-Stars, led by rookie truther Donovan Mitchell. And then they lost 4-1 to a team whose starting center broke his leg, what, two weeks ago? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't they have to forfeit the franchise back to Seattle? Uh, I I mean, they should, but I'm going to have to say no on this one, just because... Uh -huh. uh, you can't give them back to the Northwest after a Northwest team. you, you got to let... You gotta let uh, the Northwest have a summer where they're the kings. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So it should be like right before the season starts. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah that makes sense. Yeah, I could. Um, yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense. That's that's the reason I would do that. But it just it just reminds me of like you know when like Lena Dunham adopts a pet. <laughs> and then like three weeks later, it's dying of a mysterious mm -hmm. disease. They take the pet away, and that, that feels like what's happening to the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's like they're a pet owned by Lena Dunham, and there's very little hope for them. Sorry, I'm just writing down the title of this episode, which is The Thunder in the Playoffs. Are like when a, Lena Dunham adopts a pet. All right. Um... <laughs> um... All right, let's talk about Brooklyn. Brooklyn was outed today. Bye bye, Brooklyn. Um, yeah, they. Joe Harris, you got to shoot better, man. Yeah. Uh, that kind of, that to me seemed like almost entirely why Brooklyn lost. Um, yeah, they really should have won Game Four. Honestly, <laughs> they, especially after Jimmy Butler got thrown out of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, but they didn't. They didn't do that at all so d'angelo russell their all-star is a free agent this year um he's probably gonna get like 25 million dollars a year right yeah. maybe more mm -hmm. um should the nets give him that i just i feel like he's the third best guard point guard well i was gonna say <laughs> even point guard on third best guard on the team um I think Levert is definitely better than him. Yes, I agree. And, and I like Dinwiddie more. I don't think Dinwiddie's better, but I like him more, if that makes I, sense. I don't even dislike D'Angelo Russell particularly. 
But it's just like it just seemed. I mean, look, they're they were outmatched in this series against Philadelphia, but yeah. the team just seemed so much better with those other two guys. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, and it's just, he's going to get like $25 million a year, right? Yeah, probably. Seems like a lot, but I don't know. He's really young. He could be get, he could get better. I mean, he, it just, it feels crazy to let that guy go for nothing. Yeah. But the other choice is to give him like $110 million, Mm -hmm. which also seems, I mean, they're going to keep him. They, I, I think, I think there's very little chance that they let him go. But uh, I think I would think about it hard. <laughs> uh, Sean, do you want to ask me this next question? Because this is yes. clearly for me. This is for you, Joey. Was Jared Allen's Karate Kid headband to blame for this gentleman's sweep? Um, no, but Damari Carroll's was. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> now, do you think that Jared Allen wearing the Karate Kid headband made Joel Embiid treat him like he was in Cobra Kai? You know what I mean? Like, like no. he was committing a lot of fouls that could get him disqualified. No, because all. to me, Embiid's the one who was acting like he was in Cobra Kai. No, you that's know? what I mean. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I you phrased that. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, possibly. Yeah. I do think... Um, it is what led to, uh, TJ McConnell audibly yelling, get him a body bag at one point during tonight's game. But (laughs) that's the only one I can confirm. It does seem like, although the karate kid has an inspiring ending, those movies are mostly about getting hellaciously bullied and beat up, (laughs) which is probably a more realistic view of karate than (laughs) all of my peers who signed up for karate after seeing the movie. To me, that movie is about a kid who goes as a shower for Halloween. <laughs> Such an unexplained, like, <laughs> like at that point you watch it and it's like, man, he is spending a lot of time on karate when he's clearly an artistic genius. <laughs> like, like, like if, if Mr. Miyagi was a better leader, he would have been like, Daniel, it gets better. Focus on trimming this bonsai tree. This is where your your aptitude is. You're Italian. This is you're also 30 years old and you're in high school. Go to art school, Daniel. Um let's talk about Jared Dudley. Uh yes. JMZ himself. Mm-hmm. Um has any mediocre player in the history of the playoffs of the playoffs ever been as prominent in a series than Jared Dudley. I was thinking about it because it reminded me of um when Deshaun Stevenson and LeBron were He's fe- my answer too. Because yeah. he feuded he he feuded with him over several two different teams over several years. Yes. And he um Soldier Boy jumped in Mm-hmm. On his side while Jay-Z was defending LeBron. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and also, um, should be noted, Deshaun Stevenson did win an NBA title first. <laughs> also, again, had an ATM in his kitchen. Super mm-hmm. tight. 
And I believe it was his personal tattoo artist who put the Larry O'Brien's tro- tro- the Larry O'Brien trophy on Jason Terry's mm-hmm. arm before the season. Yeah. <sighs> Incredible. So great. Um Yeah, good work, Jared Dudley. Uh and I'm gonna guess goodbye. I can't imagine he's in the league next year, right? Really? I thought he he's I thought he was very uh, old. I just I don't I mean I think he could just keep doing like what is his body gonna break down? <laughs> I mean that he's ship thirty three. <laughs> How old is he? He's thirty three. So he uh, he's a free agent, by, I believe. You know, I bet he comes back. <laughs> All right. Okay. Is this isn't he podcasting somewhere? Right. I that sounds right to me. I don't know. I only keep up with uh, NBA podcasts by journalists that I make fun of, not mm-hmm. and analytics right. people, not uh, the Good player points. ones. Uh, although I do listen to JJ Reddick's Movement Watches ads, of course. Um, I don't think he has a podcast. If he had a podcast, we would have made a joke about this being the podcast bowl. Yeah, you're right, because he, he just goes on a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm excited to see what happens to Brooklyn this summer. Um, don't sign Jimmy Butler. (laughs) Don't. Just don't do that. (laughs) Um, you're going to think it's a good idea, but remember how you have those guys who are good at handling the ball. The thing that Jimmy Butler (laughs) needs to do Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Also, he's going to stay in Philly. Uh, all right. The Orlando Magic. All right. My first question was, do we care at all about this team, even one single bit? And I mean, I guess I care a little bit about Steve Clifford. Yeah, I like him. But I I kind of like inherently want bad things for the franchise, but I don't. That's not fair. Yeah, it's not their fault. They're owned by DeVos. Yeah. Um Okay, Joey, here are some questions. Did putting Richard DeVos's initials on the court doom the Orlando yes, Magic? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, don't do that. Don't put don't <laughs> don't put a swastika on the court either. Like these are <laughs> symbols of evil. Um Okay. I do I you know what I kinda care about Jonathan Isaac. I just Just because I, so, I feel so bad that they didn't go to his uh no church one that one time. Yeah. yeah. That's terrible. I mean, it I wouldn't have gone to his church either. <laughs> I wouldn't have wanted to go, but I would have gone. <laughs> you can't go once. <laughs> you have to join. Now watch. We're going to find out that it was like a three and a half hour sermon. <laughs> or it was like uh, one of those real creepy churches, you know? <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, one that would, would be like... Our new preacher is 20 years old. <laughs> he is 6 foot 11. He he went to 2 years of college and uh he's going to tell you well what he he learned about Jesus Christ in the world of AAU basketball. <laughs> he's probably not a good preacher. <laughs> um will Nick Vucevic leave? I think he probably will. But to where? I mean, I don't know. He aren't the Magic just going to pay him the most? He's like yeah. their franchise player. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he, he was he, he was definitely the only All Star this year. 
Oh, uh, but but it just seems he like he could break every record. <laughs> he definitely well, he, he almost just by already staying had. like three more years. Yeah, I mean, he could have like the. Isn't it, didn't we find out he was like eighth in assists? Yeah, they'll have to retire his jersey if he stays three more years, would be, dude. I definitely want him to stay so bad now. <laughs> so what if he blocks Mo Bamba and kind of Jonathan Isaac too? <laughs> And sort of Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Sort of Aaron Gordon. Future center Aaron Gordon. <laughs> Man, what a... But... Look, the, the Magic should be proud of their season. And DJ Augustin should be proud. Like, it's... Uh, the Raptors are a very good team. This is the team that should trade for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Orlando? Well, yeah, they still kind of need a... Well, what if what if they, may, they keep DJ Augustin as the starter in Westbrook? <laughs> It's like an apprenticeship between him and Evan Fournier. Fultz and Aaron Gordon. Do it, Presty. How many does Evan Fournier still have like five years left on his contract? I think he's I think he's got one more. Okay. Um <laughs> still seems like they should be able to attract free agents. Um here's a question. What happens first? Um the Orlando Magic win another playoff game or Betsy DeVos resigns in disgrace? Ooh. I think she's going to resign in disgrace and I'm not saying she'll necessarily be kicked out of office, but hmm, the, the odds of Trump being reelected and she would just have to resign her position on inauguration day, 2021. Mm-hmm. I think it is more likely that she will I believe in Steve. Uh, yeah, they'll win one playoff yeah, game. That's Steve Clifford is going to get them. Look, dude, he kept getting the sh- Charlotte back to the in the playoffs. Like he can do this with the Magic, and uh, she has no fucking shame. She's not going to resign. Oh, she won't. Res- it it'll be yeah. Everything she does is in disgrace. Yeah. But you're right. <laughs> um. Joey was Orlando's pyramid defense to blame for this loss, where. Instead of just playing a conventional scheme, each defender had to recruit three more defenders <laughs> to stop Kawhi Leonard. Uh, you know what? No. <laughs> what was to blame is uh, just not having enough talent, even though they've had a million first round draft picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> it's turning Alfred Payton, Victor Oladipo... And Mario Hazonia into just Terrence Ross, I believe. Uh, you also forget that they turned Dario Saric into Alfred Payton. Oh, that's right. Yes. On draft day. Don't you think Dario Saric and Vucevic um, would be pretty tight? <laughs> I mean, it would be. I'm just not sure this team is like, man, where are we going to find a tweener forward? <laughs> Not strong enough for power forward, not fast enough for small forward. Kind of okay at shooting threes sometimes. But yeah, what if Fultz comes back amazing? That would rule, dude. That would get me on board again. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right, let's talk about our man, Blakey. Oh, can I I give you a, a Marco Fultz comeback scenario, though, real quick? Sure. He's at Orlando. He's working out. Um doesn't have any surgery for his procedure because it's definitely real. 
but you just have to rehab it. But he starts hanging out at Disney World all the time. He's going on Space Mountain all the time. Mm-hmm. And one day, he gets so excited that he, he throws his hands up in the air you know, to, to make the roller coaster more exciting. And he doesn't feel any pain in his shoulder anymore. And his shot comes back. <laughs> uh, that would be one way. Another way is uh, maybe they just rehab it because it was injured. Remember? <laughs> Yeah. It turned out it was not his brain that was broken, but actually a part of his body. <laughs> it just feels like he has not done the things that you normally do when you're diagnosed with thoracic Fair point. Syndrome. Fair but, point. But maybe he has. Maybe he has. I'm. You know what? I I'm not trying to commit a HIPAA violation here. So, <laughs> um, let's talk about the Pistons. Yeah. <sighs> Soap and Deb of the New York Times, tweeted that Andre Drummond is a surefire Hall of Famer. Comedian slash sports writer, Sopan Deb. Is this true? Absolutely not. No fucking way. There's no way that... <laughs> like, has he looked at people who have led the league in rebound? Like, some of them. But no one's <laughs> like, Jesus, we have got to get Michael Cage into the basketball <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> I mean, he is very young. He could play, you know, a not that productive brand of basketball for for years to come. Mm-hmm. Um, They're going to trade him, right? I I would just I would think they would try to do that. I mean, he still is. He still will be turning twenty six yeah, this he's summer. Good. He's good. He's good. Yeah. I don't but even. I'm not even trying to. I don't know why I was. He hits free throws now. Yeah, he gets lots of rebounds. He definitely does something. It seems like his defense is maybe not that great, but, you know, it it seems like it's better to have him than not have him. (laughs) I just don't necessarily think you want to have him and Blake. Yeah, because he seems very similar to someone who has uh, not been a productive partner to Blake Griffin in Mm -hmm. the past. Yeah, with, like, less fart jokes, but only slightly. And aren't, isn't Blake Griffin's destiny, you know, a year or two from now, going to be a super undersized center anyway? Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it probably get something for Drummond. I mean, imagine if they could have had any of the, um, like, if you could pair Blake with any of those weird Orlando Magic forwards that are yeah, that basically would be t- centers actually, that move around but play four, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, Blake Griffin would go to Jonathan Isaac's sermon as long as too. he could get a tight five in. Yeah, he'd beginning. heckle. He'd heckle it for sure. Yeah. I think he'd, he'd open. I think he'd open for him. Yeah, he'd he'd go up and be. He'd be like, "Hey, I have some notes for you afterwards." Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, do you want a tag for your homily? A tag for you, okay? So the <laughs> get the burning bush there, and I'm like, well, "Burning bush? Do you date Paris Hilton?" He's like, yeah, "I got that." I heard that joke at the store. Uh, <laughs> um, I do want to say real quick, though, uh, this year was a win for the Pistons, for sure. Yeah, uh, so. Blake Griffin was great, and most importantly, mm-hmm. uh, they swept... Dwayne Casey got to sweep the Raptors, which cost the Raptors home court advantage. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's some sweet revenge. Yeah. And ultimately... I think Dwayne Casey wins as long as the Raptors don't make the NBA Finals. 
Because if they just lose the conference finals, like that's Dwayne Casey's done that, right? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I, I like I love Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Dwayne Casey, Steve Clifford. These are coaches I like. Yeah, Dwayne um, Casey. Wish seems you the like best. The coolest damn guy too. Yeah. So what a life. Um, and then finally. We talked about this. We right? kind of talked about Indiana already. I just <laughs> wanted to make sure that we listed them. Um, uh, the Indiana Pacers, goodbye. Victor Oladipo, why were you only there for game four? I know we talked about this already. It's still <laughs> mind boggling to me. Baffling. Where was Did he? Did you watch game three? Did, did he watch the game at all? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Thaddeus Young, I hope you find a good home. Yeah, that's all we really want. Just someone who will appreciate him for once. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean. Yes. What would you like to plug? Um, I'm going to have a Jason Kidd article coming out and then a guide to the second round of the playoffs, which will probably run when the second round of the playoffs starts. But we will not know who's playing for a couple more days. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's all. Uh, great. Um, as for me, please, please, please check out check us out on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Round Rock Pod. Um, oh, download the Slammed Up album if you haven't. Uh, that's uh, at roundballrock.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Follow us on Twitter at RoundRockPod. Email us at RoundRockPod at gmail.com. Uh, call us on the phone at the number I said at the top of the show. I'm not going to say it again. Um, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on June 29th, 2012, I tweeted, Just got stung by a scorpion. Never felt pain like this. Leg, numb, vision, blurry. I think I'm dying. <laughs> he, d- he didn't... He, he didn't, didn't die. He didn't tweet a no, follow-up, yeah. That was like, I'm fine, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean, did you write a Luka Doncic song? Joey, this may shock you, but I did. I knew it. Um, Grantland Jr., blah, blah, blah. What's the What's the song? <laughs> Uh, it is a Bob Seger song this time, and it is called uh, Old Time Pick and Roll. Instead of saying trust the process and shut it down, let's go home right now, I'm just going to read one more Frankie Muniz tweet. On June 30th, 2012, I tweeted, Dreams after a scorpion sting are crazy. Now I'm up and driving to the airport. <laughs> no! Your mom is going to be vacuuming. <laughs> shut, shut it down. <laughs> Dreams after a scorpion sting are crazy. <laughs> Just take those game tapes to scout with Brian. I'd rather tank the year and pray for Zion. Luca Doncic works too hard for field goals. Without that old time pick and roll. Don't try to take me to a Rockets game. James Harden dribbling is totally lame. Tillman Fertitta ain't got a human soul. I like that old time pick and roll. 
Still like that old time pick and roll Malone and Stockton going to the hole Ricardo's offense often makes me low And the deep like a pick and roll Don't want a big like what Howard He wants to post up like a fart in black hole The only way Ben Simmons isn't a coward When he's running a pick and roll Don't want to flop to get a foul call When Lucas shoots and he can handle the ball Steph Curry has the vision of a mole Deeper won't call for pick and roll. Still like that old time pick and roll. Rewards good shooters like the grassy gnome. I fight through screens like foods fly by they grow. When defending the pick and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, on saxophone, Dorian Finney Smith. Like that old time pick and roll. Marcin Gortat is our greatest pole. Triangle offense is like smoking a bowl. Not like old time pick and roll. Still like that old time pick and roll. The specialty of power and Marcus Soul. I bet it even works with Manu Bowl. And that old time pick and roll Still like that old time pick and roll It's antiquated like burning coal Coaches who don't run it go on the dole Keep running old time pick and roll Still like that old time pick and roll Don't put the offense on cruise control Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.